This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. I'm here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always... We're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. I've got a really interesting show for you today, but before that, if you've got any questions or comments on anything I'm going to say or have said in the past, or just you're inquisitive, feel free to send me an email, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il, that's Aaron, at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So I know that we are all preoccupied with the coronavirus, and uh, many of you listening worldwide are in some kind of a lockdown or quarantine or what have you. But not to be lost is the fact that For the Jewish people, we are soon to celebrate the holiday of Passover. And Passover symbolizes many things, but one of the things it symbolizes is the Jewish people's um, move to freedom from slavery. Now, how am I going to make that? How am I going to compare coronavirus to Passover and financial slavery? Well, I think there's a lot that you can actually speak about. But the first thing is don't panic. Now, don't panic because of the coronavirus, but don't panic because Passover is coming up and we got to clean, right? Oh, we've got a couple of weeks. And that's what we keep telling ourselves as the Seder, Holy Seder night quickly approaches. Now, I know we're all preoccupied with corona, but it's like right around the corner. Um, it's very important to be focused on the main goal. After all, the hard, after all the, the hard work and the cleaning that we do, we get to enjoy a meal um, with uh, matzah, cardboard-flavored matzah, and bitter herbs, which makes us like crawl out of our skin. It's quite, quite the night for those of you who have never experienced it. On Passover, we celebrate that we've gone from being slaves to being free. But today, can we really relate to being slaves? Well, for all you kids reading this, now, you know, for all your kids listening to this, which they're probably one, (laughs) I'm forcing my children to listen. Listen, children, your parents asking you to help clean is not slavery. And this year, because we are all home, you will all be cleaning. We are all cleaning, right? There's no need to bring in cleaning people or whatever. We are home. We got nothing to do 24 hours a day. So we're going to clean the house and get ready for the holiday, which is in and itself for many of us, for both parents who have to be with their children all day long and the children who actually have to get off the couch and put down their electric device and help clean. I guess it's sort of slavery for both sides. So it's mutually, mutually understood slavery. Um, speaking about the aura of Seder night, um, Rabbi Ezra Bick of the Yeshivat Har Etzion Yeshiva, where I actually studied, um, he once wrote... In the modern world, we tend to take freedom for granted, and perhaps that's why it seems so shallow and empty at times. 
halacha, which is Jewish law, sends the Jew back into slavery every year. Or perhaps it would be more correct to say that it recognizes that man slips back into slavery every year so that he can be liberated anew. Freedom is a journey, a station on the road, and without the experience of liberation, without the living memory that now you have just left the house of bondage, you're really not free. I think that we can really, I'll keep reading, I'll keep quoting him before I give you my opinion. If you don't free yourself every year, you slip back into subjugation. One either increases freedom or becomes enslaved. At the very beginning of Seder night, we cite a, a, a legal Jewish rule. The more one tells the story of the Exodus, the more meritorious it is. Freedom is an inner struggle, a process, a path, not a, stati- not a static state. And the more one relives the moment of liberation, the farther one travels on that path. How apropos is that uh, in our times right now uh, with corona, right, where everybody's home, very few people are working, globally things have been shut down. It is the total time for introspection. It's a time to sort of reset um, what's important. And I've been speaking to lots of clients, right, who, you know, I'll admit it, right, who are losing lots of money. And we get past the money. I think everybody sort of realizes, well, there are a lot of things that are more important in the world than money. Health, um, the health of your family, right? Without health, money isn't worth very much, is it? So we should take this time to really become free, where in many ways, I know all the sort of pseudo-cycle babble people are out there, and they're saying, wow, you know, you have to use this time for whatever. But the fact of the matter is, in certain respects, they're correct. We have, to cert- we have to use this time and all the chaos that's around us to sort of reset, right, introspection and, and reset our lives and figure out what are we slaves to and what should we be, what should we be free from and why should we be free, right? Spending more time with our family, right? Family time, health, helping in the community, charity. These are all noble things which may have been lost. Um, as we've been too self-absorbed or absorbed, you know, overly absorbed in the rat race or overly, with our heads stuck in our phones, never having any time to speak to the family, right? How often, it's so funny, I go out with my wife very occasionally. We go out to dinner, and it is so sad that you see people at the tables next to you, and they're not talking. Right? They're sitting on their phones. So it's like they should WhatsApp each other. <laughs> that, that'd be their, that, that, that should be their conversation. They're unable to talk, right? They're unable to talk anymore. They're so engrossed in technology and, and the world and the rat race, and maybe everything that's happening to us is to try and reset, right? Get back to the basics. We all need to leave bondage, to leave slavery, and to become free people. You're listening to enough, enough preaching. <laughs> I'm your preacher. Anyway, you're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I am, of course, your host, Aaron Katzman. We're speaking to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments or you really just hate the preaching I just said, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So we're speaking about the upcoming Jewish holiday of Passover, which celebrates freedom, the end of slavery, and the, and the leaving of Egypt when we were slaves, the Jewish people, and coronavirus, which is in many respects um, our own sort of modern day, I don't want to say slavery, but, um, you know, it, it's a big issue of the time. Now, 
Financial guru Dave Ramsey. I'm sorry I don't have a southern drawl, and I'm not from Tennessee. I'm from the Pacific Northwest where we don't have any accents. But Dave Ramsey is fond of quoting the passage in Proverbs, chapter, excuse me, I slipped into Hebrew, chapter 22, uh, verse 7, which says, The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. For those who want to exit financial slavery and enter the world of financial independence, now is the time to roll up your sleeves and get to work cleaning up the mess that that is your financial life. Just like cleaning an oven or cleaning a toilet, or whatever you're cleaning to get ready for for the holiday, for the Passover holiday, it's not always an easy thing to do. As I quoted before from Rabbi Bick, freedom is an inner struggle, a process, a path. So go back and reassess your financial goals and dreams of how you really would like your future to look. And again, with coronavirus, your future might look a lot different than it is than it was three weeks ago, right? It might include more family time, more charity time, more giving back to the community, and less working 18-hour days. Then create a financial plan to get yourself back on track so that you can achieve your goals and your dreams. And then what? Well, once you've defined uh, what your goals really are, it's time to look now at your financial situation, right? Are you in debt? Well, if the answer there is positive, yes, you are dead. I'm using positive and negative because that's like the testing for coronavirus. <laughs> I'm so clever. If the answer is yes, you're in debt, well, what are you doing to get out of it? Right? The last thing you want to do is go into quarantine. <laughs> You've got to get yourself out there and start paying off the debt. Right? A couple months ago, I got a call that is stuck with me, and I don't know if I, I'm going to ever forget it. Um, a man called me asking for advice. He said he owned a couple of properties in northern Israel, but they were mortgaged, and the rent was all going, all going towards his monthly payments on the mortgage. He had a part-time job that didn't pay much. He wasn't able to make ends meet on a monthly basis because his rent and his regular normal living expenses were more than his small salary. I then heretically suggested that maybe he should sell off one of the properties and with the proceeds from that pay off the mortgage, and then he'll be much better, much more solid financial footing. He refused. He then asked me if I thought he should get a higher-paying full-time job. And I said, hmm, well, there you're talking. That's a pretty good idea, isn't it? Since then, I just keep wondering why he had to call me for me to give him, like, the stamp of approval to get a higher-paying job. Right? Isn't that obvious? Okay, so if you're in debt, well, you better do whatever it takes to get yourself out of debt. Don't curl up and, and, and go into quarantine, as they say. Right? You've got to get out there and make more money, however you're going to do it, as long as it's legal. Do you have a budget? If you don't, sit down with a pen and paper. Right? You're home now. You've got nothing else to do. And write down how much income you have and then figure out your expenses. There are plenty of online resources that you can use. And search for you know, expense tracking apps or websites that might even make things easier for you. Do you have any investments? Do you have an investment portfolio? If not, the earlier you start investing, the more secure a financial future you will enjoy. And if you don't have one now, after the market has absolutely gotten crushed, well, now is a very good time to start having an investment portfolio. I don't know what's going to happen in the, in the foreseeable future. right? We might go from 30% down to 50% down to 60% down. I have no idea. I'm not a profit. But what I can tell you is when you buy the stock market at a 30% plus off sale over time, over the long term, you're probably going to end up doing very, very well. 
Okay? So you want to start investing sooner rather than later. And if you already have investments, we know they're not doing so well, but have you skewed from your asset allocation, right? Have you gotten, were you a little too piggish as the market set record highs? Were you too aggressive? And now you're paying the piper for that because you're losing even more money than you should have been learning because losing because you were overly aggressive, right? Do you have, do you stick with the right asset allocation? And if your, if your portfolio is a hodgepodge of random stocks that you bought, you know, because you heard a tip at the water cooler, well, maybe now is the time to change that. Be smart about your investments. Pick some kind of strategy and stick to it. Right? There's, there's tremendous amount of data out there that no matter what your strategy is, as long as you stick to the strategy through thick and thin, you'll end up being pretty successful. Now, like moving from slavery to freedom, there is no shortcut to building wealth. It is a process. The way to build wealth is to buy quality assets and hold them for a long, long time, or as they say sometimes, hold them forever. By allowing the wonders of compound interest and the growth of the stock market to do their thing over time, there's a great chance you're going to achieve your own personal financial freedom. So, happy Passover. Stay safe. Stay healthy. It'll pass. Corona's going to pass. And I'll speak to you later. You've been listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I am your host, Aaron Katzman, where we speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron. A-A-R-O-N at Lighthouse with an L. LighthouseCapital.co.il. That's Aaron at LighthouseCapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.AaronKatzman.com. That's www.A-A-R-O-N-K-A-T-S-M-A-N. AaronKatzman.com. AaronKatzman.com. Happy holidays, and we'll see you soon.